0: Hello, 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 and welcome to my podcast. My name is Desiree Shaw, and I am a psychotherapist on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. I podcast on a Monday and a Wednesday and a Friday. I also vlog. I have a series called The Tortured Superhero. I have a keen focus on men and mental health. Not only exclusively to men, but I do have a focus on men's mental health. Why? Because I believe it is something that has not really been tapped into. And that men have been unfortunately ignored emotionally and mentally. And what we do is um, we seem to box them as having no feelings. So... That is my mission to change the world one foot at a time. So I vlog and I podcast about it. And you can find me on my website, which is com. Where is your anger? Stored anger. Today's podcast is about where you store your anger. Where do you store your anger? anger is a natural emotion it's a natural part of life as human beings we all have a moment when we feel angry honestly we do do you know how many people i meet that say oh no i don't get angry i never get angry i don't get angry that's almost like saying you don't breathe yes you do get angry you just have a different way of displaying it that's a factor yeah that's a factor <laughs> that's a fact it's a factor but it's a fact you just don't display it if you are a person that says i don't get angry what you mean is i am uncomfortable with it and i push it down or it comes out in another way that i'm not really comfortable with or sure what's going on because anger is such a natural human emotion we can't we can't hide or run from our humanness is that a word our humanness uh, i practice as a psychotherapist at the priory and privately and uh, i work with a lot of men and i work with men and women as well however one thing both sexes do not exclusively to one but what they do is they have a they all both have anger one sex will deploy their anger differently to the other but mostly It's very much the same. You know this concept that men are from Mars and women are from Venus when actually we're from Earth? (laughs) The differences aren't as big as we think they are. It's the conditioning and the indoctrination about the sexes, which is what creates the difference. Honestly, it really does. So, anger. Anger is displayed differently in men and women. I recently did um, a video over the weekend on The Hulk. I'm doing some productions with a talented director of photography called Andrew Magno, secretly Magneto. He's amazing. Uh, We did a series on The Incredible Hulk. We discussed his anger. We looked into how he is triggered into his emotional behavioural consequence and he just can't hear that actually he has disassociative identity disorder because he doesn't like the link between anger and himself so it's separated and sometimes we can do that we separate our anger or we become so caught up in the fact that we got angry and that we're more angry at the fact that we were angry you know and we don't like that we don't like to experience anger and I have a theory about this. I I do believe that um, we 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 can't avoid emotions. We, if you are a person that says you have never cried, you have actually cried. <laughs> well, even if it meant that you were a baby or you were in school, you have actually cried. You've just worked out a way to push those feelings down. That's no, that's how it works. That's what that's what we do. We can't avoid our humanness. So. But we just don't like the experience because we don't know how long it's going to last for, how, what's going to happen. My theory is that because anger is such a primal, it takes us to that primal way of being, doesn't it? You you become the Hulk. You smash, you, you roar, you, you scream. Anything in your way is going to just, you, it's destruction. It's destruction and you can't get away from it. And that's quite painful for us. We don't like that. We get caught up in the fact that we're incoherent and destructive and the force of the physical aggression that seems to be so painful and we just can't help but release it because we actually want it out we don't really want this inside of us we actually want it outside of us so what we do is we push it down and because we live in a civilized society I know that is very questionable but we live in a civilized society where human beings know that behavior of this sort is not okay so we choose to avoid it some of us some of us still actually display our anger in unhealthy ways because here's the thing anger is not good or bad it's not measured by its um goodness or its badness it's healthy or unhealthy what keeps it unhealthy is how it feels to the person the unhealthy limitations and restrictions that it puts on the, the host of the anger and what it puts on the reciprocants of the anger and the environment that is what makes it healthy or unhealthy because if it's unhealthy things are going to be smashed like the Hulk smashes things are going to be destroyed people are going to be hurt however if it is actually healthy if it is actually healthy none of that will happen Because we are in a society which says anger is bad, because we don't know how to manage our anger, we therefore tell ourselves that anger is bad. However, we do have people who just splurt their anger out. And what often is the problem is how we interpret those individuals who seek to protrude aggressively towards us on us over us with their anger so sometimes we avoid angry situations because we don't know what we're going to do but ultimately we're so aware of um what the other person anger has done to us and how they look we avoid looking like that i mean come on how many times have you seen somebody that displays their anger in such ugly, destructive, painful ways, which appear to be quite bullying and aggressive and threatening and intimidating, that nobody wants to look like that. So what we tend to do is, um, those of us who avoid the anger or push our anger down, we just don't know what to do when we're angry. We think about somebody like that. We think about how they lack boundaries. We think about how they lack respect. We think about how rude they can be. We think about how destructive it is and then we label anger as rude and bad because we see it being displayed in a particular way by a particular type of behaviour. And some people do not actually care about how their anger affects others. Therefore it can cause so much problems. So the conflict within ourselves that we have when we have when we feel and we experience anger is that we just don't want to look like somebody who is a bully. Who isn't nice, who is unfriendly, who is rude, who is destructive, who is painful, who doesn't seem to care about how other people feel. But not all anger is like that. There is a vast majority of people who do display anger in that way. But not everybody who has anger experiences anger just that way. But because it's such a big emotion, we prefer to ignore it and avoid it as much as we can. So if we look at The Incredible Hulk, I did mention I do a series on a tortured superhero linking men's mental health to that of the superheroes and recognising that um, there is a link. And if we look at the Hulk, the Hulk is this really timid, lovely young man. Well, I don't know if he's a young man anymore. He's not, he's a man and he's going through life. If you mention who remembers the TV series? If you do not remember the TV series, you'll probably just remember the film. And you'll just remember Bruce. You won't know him as David. And Bruce is very much, bless his cotton socks, a really soft-natured, calm scientist who actually says the famous line in the Avengers, I'm always angry, which is the true factor of anybody who's passive-aggressive, you know. That was quite a passive aggressive way. You you kind of get the feeling from him in the Avengers that, whoa, don't mess with this guy. <laughs> but then from the Hulk from earlier on in this in this um decade we had um, was it this decade or a decade before? I think it was two thousand and three. I think where he um was much quieter, much calmer, and we got to witness this really kind of boyish innocence this abandonment where he just didn't seem to have got what he needed in life and it was so unfair and so unfortunate and he went from really quaint and quiet and demure to destructive green and violent and the two didn't seem to mix and that's how we that's how we get confused with our own anger because it seems so different like Have you ever been in a situation where you've got angry and somebody said, oh my God, that's just not like you. So we disassociate even further as if anger is something so bad, we've got to push it away and say, that's not me. I don't get angry. How about this? You are a human and you have human emotions and anger is one of them. That's as simple as that. And it might come out sometimes and it's not the end of the world if it does. It's how you deal with the situation that you're in when you get angry. Are you triggered? by something which is actually caused by an unhealthy link to a past experience, past trauma. Because if that's the case, you're probably going to see it in a very rigid manner. And if you tell yourself, I must not get angry, do you know what's going to happen? You're going to get angry because you've demanded that you mustn't get angry, which means actually you're putting yourself in the most limited constraint circumstance that now you will get angry because you don't want to get angry that's the problem isn't it remember those demands if you remember any of my earlier podcasts you'll recognize that demands are the problem it's all about how you are demanding things and that is where our um where we where we live unconsciously in our demands subconsciously actually telling ourselves that we mustn't do this little stories that we feed ourselves this is the story we feed ourselves about anger so when i titled this podcast anger where is yours are you a hulk do you go from one to the other? Now, the Hulk is different to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde because Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, it's a choice. He goes and takes the potion. He chooses to be the other guy and he finds that he's got some power and some some, some charm and some wit. He's not very nice in the original film when he becomes Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. But then the nutty professor gave us the fun side of it. But it's a choice. The Hulk does not have a choice. He's got this deep-rooted anger and it just comes out. And that is us as humans. We have this anger sometimes. And if we avoid, we'll only seek to make the problem worse. I made a video called Pushing Feelings Down on my blog. And it explains how we push our feelings down. When we avoid anger, we actually start avoiding conflict or avoiding situations which could trigger an angry moment. Okay, and that is the problem when we decide that, um, oh my god, it's happening, you know, what are we, you, the anger's coming out, I need to avoid it. So, you get those people pleasers. So, here's the thing, here's to look out for. Sometimes a people pleaser can be somebody who's got deep rooted anger who doesn't want it out. So, what they tend to do is please everybody in an attempt to avoid conflict. I know it sounds a lot of work, it's a lot of work. So people pleasers can actually have deep-rooted anger. Uh, People who um, seek to control. Some people with OCD. Because it's a way of trying to proportion their thoughts and order things in a way where they keep everything under control. Because the idea of getting angry in this society is that we're out of control. And nobody wants to be out of control. We just don't. We We don't want to be out of control. We just don't want to be out of control. And anger places us in a position where we feel out of control. So what do we do? What do we do to make it go away? To stop ourselves from feeling out of control? Because it becomes so intensified that we don't know what to do with it. So we find a maladaptive way of dealing with it. It becomes maladaptive because we often have learned how to push things down by a way of our childhood we've adapted to a situation and when we adapt to a situation it's because we don't see any other way forward so when it's maladaptive it becomes something which supported us in the past but now is counterproductive and it's a problem so we often do this in ways where we try to control things or we become passive aggressive you know when you meet a passive aggressor they always tell you they're not angry <laughs> through gritted teeth and they gently place things down quite loudly they might give dirty looks and pretend that they were just staring (laughs) they might ignore purposely, passively pretend they haven't heard you passive aggression is actually quite uncomfortable I've experienced it I remember that was a massive part in relationships that I had, the passive aggression I felt from partners which is really uncomfortable, and it it has you dancing around because you're worried that their anger's going to just come out and go poof. And that is always the fear with passive aggression. Sometimes we don't realise how destructive our passive aggression actually is. When we have it, we think we're not actually being angry. When actually we're silently being violent. Silent violence, passive aggression. It comes out in anxiety. We fear that it's going to come out. So we're constantly looking for it to come out or a possible situation and we get worried about that. We sometimes are depressed because we feel this intense feeling that we can't get rid of. These emotions and behaviours... They can lead us to certain behaviours such as overeating or not eating or drinking too much or doing drugs, recreational drugs. We don't want to get past the feeling. We're always trying to escape as human beings. Have you noticed that? We're always trying to escape ourselves. Run away from yourself. You can never run from yourself. You can't. Sometimes some of us dive into promiscuity, have multiple partners, sex addiction. Sometimes not just before it becomes an addiction, we just have sex and Ways to support us releasing the negative emotions that we feel. Some some of us overwork, become really in, engaged in our careers, or even OCD may, may 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 step in. Or we hide the shame of it. We're we're worried. What's going What's going to happen? It's this is all like pushing down. I will put the link in the description box on the video on pushing down your emotions. But um, it's the fear that um, of the unknown. We don't know what is going to happen. When is this going to happen? How are we going to deal with it? We, we're taught that anger is so bad. So we put it away because bad is such a small word for such a big, massive event. <laughs> it's so bad. We worry about... How we're going to be perceived when we're angry, which is why the Hulk he he he's completely disassociates himself from the Hulk. He comes down once he's from the Hulk, and he, he's Banner again. And he he has to question people. What did I do? Did I hurt anyone? Because he cannot be reckoned with. It's an he's called an an abomination. Basically, it's so bad of how his anger is. And out of all the superheroes, out of all the superheroes in Marvel. He's the only one that, when it comes to him doing anything superheroic, you have to manipulate the Hulk because he just will not see reason in any shape or form. So it's almost questionable. Is he a superhero or is he just a very angry, huge, green boulder of destruction? Which you could get him to work for you, he's like a like a weapon. you could get that to work for you or against you, you know, and that 's what our anger is. It can work for us or against us. if we 're unhealthy with our anger, it can really work against us, and you'll be punished because of how the lead up and the the, the ex the whole development the destruction of the anger has created so much turmoil that it will punish you in the end. And that's that's the pain of unhealthy anger. So we store it, we push it down for fear that it's going to um it's gonna do something bad. And so we ignore it. But that's just not the way. That is not gonna help you. Not you not not it's not going to help you, not by a long shot, it's not gonna help you. What is going to help you is learning how to deal with it and not storing it up so you don't become the Hulk. So you're not just creating destruction or you're not worried that you are going to be creating destruction because we are better off releasing our anger in a constructive, healthy manner. And just because it's healthy and constructive does not mean it's necessarily pretty, but it won't be ugly and it won't be painful and it won't hurt and it won't cause harm. But it will have to be dealt with in a way where you manage how uncomfortable you will feel. It's dealing with the discomfort. Anger lets us know that a rule's been broken and we want to get a bit pointy and shouty. But then we can do that and explain how we feel without being destructive to the other person. And it's seeing it's seeing the situation for what it is and recognizing that your anger is what it is based on what it is, not on any thing deep rooted when you get angry and you find that you've triggered into some other thought it could be anything maybe somebody at work is doing something in the diff- in a way which is really uncomfortable for you, and then you find that you've now got thoughts about when you were in when you were younger and people took the mick out of you then and you just didn't like it so now. You are so annoyed about that and every other moment because our anger, most of our emotions, in fact, are never about the situation that we're in when it's unhealthy. When it's unhealthy, our our emotions are often they're often about um, other things, and the perception that we have about other things. This new situation that we're in often is added and then it's magnified it's intensified and then we become completely misunderstood and everything we do we actually didn't really mean to do it have you ever done it <laughs> have you ever done something in a in a highly emotive state and you didn't mean to do it but you were acting on old emotions you were acting on the way things were for you prior to that situation of now and that is when that situation becomes real and painful and destructive. And that's why we don't really know we don't we don't have anger management classes that we have when we're kids. and not unless we display that there's a problem and we can't control it. But I don't believe we've ever been able to control it. I just think we've been good at pushing it down and teaching children to push it down. I think that's what we've been doing we teach children, yeah, don't get angry, little Timmy. They are always called Timmy for me, aren't they? Timmy and Tommy. If you are Timmy and Tommy, I don't think you know. Not only names in school, it's just the first one I come to. But we, um, we often do tell children, don't you? Don't have to be angry. You don't have to get so angry. Okay, all right. So what are the other choices? <laughs> Imagine somebody's in the highest state of anger. And you actually say, you don't have to be so angry. What is that likely to do? Trigger them to become more angry. (laughs) Because that's probably the most annoying thing you could ever have somebody say to you while you're angry. It's not going to help. When everybody starts looking at you like you've gone mad, you haven't gone mad, you're just angry. There's nothing wrong with anger, but there's everything wrong in how it's delivered when it's unhealthy. And that is when you start recognizing, ah, I'm seeing something else here. Notice what else you see and notice what else you are feeling at that point. Because that is the key to stop you from becoming the Hulk. Where do you store your anger? Where do you put it? You put it in the food you eat, in the drinks you have. Do you hide your anger in people pleasing? Do you hide your anger in your career? Do you have multiple partners? Do you, What do you do with your anger? Do you let it out? Are you scared? Is that because you saw somebody who was so angry that you couldn't deal with it? Now, there are people who are so violent with their anger, they are so destructive that um, they rip down others based on their own selfish needs of getting rid of the anger. And I'll be honest with you, those people can be dangerous. That is like a Hulk person. And the majority of us, and I say the majority of us, aren't actually that way. But sometimes we do encounter somebody who is that way. And that's often why we we hide and we store our anger. Because we want to be civilised and we don't want to be seen as that kind of person who hurts people. Because nobody wants to hurt anyone. But some people do. That is a factor of life. Not everybody thinks in the narrative of um, moving towards development and progress. Some of us think selfishly. But we're all fallible human beings. Bottom line, we are. And that means if you ever have an unhealthy, angry moment, you are a fallible human being. And if you have a healthy, angry moment, you are a fallible human being. We're capable of making mistakes. And that is the indoctrination that I am spreading with my podcast. So if you want to take a look and delve deeper into my torture superhero, where I discuss the Hulk and his anger, please click on the link below in the description box. My name is Desiree Shaw and I'm a psychotherapist. I vlog and I podcast on mental health and I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible. And change the world one thought at a time. Because somebody's got to do it. So I chose to. You can find me on social media. My name is Desiree Shaw. That's D I S R W Shaw. And you can find me on my website, which is DesireeShaw.com. D-I-S-R-E-E Shaw. S-H-A-W dot com. Find me. Let's talk. In fact, do you want to know if you're angry? Hmm. On my website, I got some questionnaires, and I got an anger questionnaire. I like the anger questionnaire. You fill in the anger questionnaire, and you find out how high your anger is. Test yourself: Are you a secret Hulk? Maybe you're not. Or are you a David Banner? Oh, sorry. For those of you who don't know David, Bruce Banner. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back. I podcast Monday, Wednesday and Friday. So please come and find me on Facebook and Instagram. Follow me, like what I do, share the message because I'm on a mission and I can't do it without you. I need your help. I need you to share. I need you to listen. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye for now.